And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gents. It's a boy, Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, Season 2, Episode number 6. And today's topic is This Winter Season Exposed the Failure and Incompetence of the GOP Leadership in Texas. And you know shortly what type of wine I am drinking. So ladies and gents, let's get this party started. Let's go! Alright, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Great Life Season 2, episode number 6. Today is Saturday, February the 27th, the last Saturday of the second month of 2021. Today here in Florida, there is going to be a very, very sunny day, highest of 86 And lows of 66. I take this anywhere. People are still cold somewhere up north. And we are here roasting like rotisserie chicken. But <laughs> but guess what? I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, ladies and gents. Before I jump right on the topic, I will let you know about the wine here of the day here at Casa Casanova. And for those that listen to my podcast for I already had this wine before, but this wine is so good that I have to have a second time. It's a Chilean wine, vintage of 2018. It's a Pinot Noir from this brand called Connoisseur Bicicleta Reserva. And alcohol percentage is 13.5 per volume. And the label in the back states that Connoisseur Vineyard Workers travel around our states by bicycles tending to tending the vines using natural methods in order to produce the best quality grapes our bicicleta wine is a tribute to them and symbolize our sustainable philosophy and commitment to the environment so see ladies and gentlemen for those that are concerned about the environment this one here satisfies your need <laughs> and the alcohol and also and protect the environment so let's go right here and pour a glass Smell delicious. All right, all right. Right on point. So, ladies and gents, let's do some work over here at Casa Casanova. And doing my search about this topic, I found these two great articles related to what happened in Texas. The first one I found in this website called www.saloon.com 
And the article, the title is What Caused the Texas Disaster? Decades of Republican Deregulation, Lazy Fair Run Amok. It, this article was written by Roger Solenberger on February 19, 2021. And the article goes, <laughs> excuse me, the article goes as, and I quote, the massive energy failure that brought taxes to a halt in the middle of a record-setting winter snap this week was not an unavoidable natural disaster. It has roots in decades of deregulation driven by conservative elect officials that prized the state's rogue mythology and short-term gains over long-term catastrophe risk. When temperature plummeted across the Lone Star State on Sunday night, demand for heat soared. The Texas power grid uniquely detached from the eastern and western national grids faltered under the strain, forcing the state's energy regulator, ERCOT, to maintain to mandate the cities and towns cut as much usage as possible to head off a total collapse which could have left residents in the dark in the dark for months. Much of the state's generation generator capacity goes offline for maintenance during the low demand winter months and the sustained extreme temperature knocked out critical functioning infrastructure that had not been winterized, creating an insurmountable deficit with no backup to speak of, either internally or across state lines. Without the heat room to the rolling blackout enacted as a temporary measure soon stopped rolling depriving millions of people of power during one of the bitterest cold streaks Texas has ever seen. Icicles grew on the hammocks and ceiling fans. Water mains burst. Homes and apartments were flooded with numbing water. People died for lack of warmth. In a media blitz, the Republican leaders including the governor Greg Abbott, tried to pass the blame to perceived liberal enemies and the baseless claim about the long-time oil and gas produ producing states' dependence and renewable like solar or and wind. Those sources indeed comprise an increasingly large share of the state energy blend, a change largely driven by the market conservative claim to love, but had little to do with the collapse which primarily concerned the natural gas sector. Those lies also obscure a broader truth, which is that the renew renewables that failed did so for the same reasons that fossil fuels failed. The wishful thinking that Texas, 
Texas winters will always be mild and therefore cheap. Former Texas Democratic State Senator Kent Capenton say in an interview that the, it is difficult to capture the full story behind the current crisis because it has been so long in the making and the consequences are decades removed from some of their most immediate causes. So ladies and gents, that's a history behind. The reason the war will happen in Texas just that it's not because the grid froze and did not wintersize the the wires or whatever the case may be to make that happen. Let's go back to 1983. 1983. So listen to this. Interesting. In 1983, Carpenter introduced a bill that created the Office of a Public before the courts and state and federal regulators. OPUC was a step into the right direction, Carpenter said, but its ultimate aims were thwarted. In 1999, when the state opened its utility market to retail competition, which created complexities for pricing and regulation. Hold that thought. And it was a big deal for Texas to open up to regulation, but that didn't last. In hindsight, it looks like my bill was successful because we do not have any major failures in the time, Caperton said. The 1999 bill essentially allowed private providers to take over and set their own rates. And after that, it seems like ERCOT, ERCOT has been a toothless institution. The providers have all the control. The trade-off, Copeland say, was wider profit margins and short-term savings at the price of unknown long-term risks. You might not have an event like this every 10 years or even every 50 and it could come in the summer or winter he said but you have you have at least got to prepare for because it will happen in the old system local plants generated power for local use but in the open market retailers purchase electricity at the wholesale for generators generators anywhere in the state put a new strain on the state power grid the regulation also led to a less uniform predictable consumer base say, which is more difficult to serve and in recent years the state's production's capacity has not kept up with the demand texas now texas can largely fend off blackouts in the summer because producers are at the are at the ready to take advantage of the high rates that accompany scorching season heat but that base demand disappear in the winter 
and many operators take their generators offline. Such a system is specifically vulnerable to the kind of deep freeze that struck the state this week. Talk about the past week, of course. That's the article was when to read it. Added to the fact that the Texas has unique refused to join the larger national power grid, which allows the state to duck federal winterization requirements while isolating it from outside support. And the state was set for disaster. So as you saw, ladies and gentlemen, what happened in Texas, because a lot of people, there's a young child that died, 11 years old died, and I have a friend of mine that was talking to from that. She said, now what's terrible, they have to use the snow to, to the boil them, heat the snow to boil, and then some house, some house has gas, and I believe, like for instance, in my apartment, here in my apartment, now is everything by electricity, so I cook now my, my oven, my stove is by electricity, so that's no fire. So if it was in this case, that was if I was living in Texas, the same situation that I have here in my apartment, I have nothing to heat up as far try to boil some the, the snow, melt the snow to produce some kind of water. And it was crazy. Now people cannot take a shower. It is is for this. It was ridiculous. The situation in Texas is ridiculous. And there's a map. If it, Google can see the map that has the, that have the national grid. And Texas is completely isolated from everybody, you know. It's crazy to tell you once again, ladies and gents, the reason the Casanova always be talking about politics, because politics is essential. I want you to understand that because everything in our lives, in our lives, is involved by politics. The way the things are done, in the Congress, on the state legislation, and the local government, everything's going to reflect your life directly or indirectly. So that's why for me, it's imperative for everybody you now to be focused on what's going on in politics because I go back again to that crazy heifer from Georgia, Marjorie Green, you know, she got elected because she came to the shenanigans, you know, about some crazy QAnon that the Jewish people had the laser from the sky that set up the fire in California and a bunch of craziness that happened. Some people believe in that. So she was the candidate for their cause. And then that's why she's, she's in the Congress and the House of Representatives now. Because what? They, she, she catered for some... Uh, some kind of audience that the people like what she say and they vote for her and now she's there. So that's the, that's important for us to pay attention to what's going on because of politics. Now a lot of some people die because of politics and the regulation in Texas. A lot of people know have no food and still this day still have no water. It's because what politics. So that's why listen is important to be focused on what's going on. In what's going on in politics. And the last part of this, the article says, Texas also had advanced the warning for this specific scenario. In 2011, a deep freeze knocked out power to millions of Texans and triggered a review 
of the state's energy systems, federal regulators recommended that private utilities take steps to insulate and winterize their production and transmission facilities. But because Texas operated on its own grid, it was free to ignore the guidance which it did. It's an ideological failure, Captain said. Lazy fair for Ron Amok. The regulation did kickstart the state's wind energy industry by opening the market to new competitors, but consumer price did not did not drop as planned. So, as you can see, ladies and gents, they're still doing what they do the best, you know, because these competitors found it difficult to offer distinct products. On that front, the blackout offers a possible opportunity Weatherizing windmills to sustain a long freeze, as it's routinely done in colder climes around the country and the world. In Texas, natural gas picks up if wind power drops off, but the winter demand for natural gas heat has already put strain on the, that resource. And when those production facilities themselves froze and failed, there was nowhere to run. So I could not say run, forest, run. <laughs> because forest was frozen on that bus stop bench. Because, you know, I even can say hell broke loose because if at least hell has broken loose in Texas, they would kick out some kind of heat. <laughs> Super Zero show up in Texas. <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing about the people that suffer or the suffer of the Americans. Now, that's not the point. I mean, just pointing out the failure of the GOP, like most of cases. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, your boy Casanova is going to take a quick break and I come back right on block two. And I have to talk about the famous. Senator in Texas, the Cancun Teddy Cruz. Holla! Alright, ladies and gentlemen, this is the boy Casanova on the second and final block of this podcast. Good one and great laughs. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we need to talk about Cancun Teddy. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Cancun Teddy is in Florida this weekend. 
you know, I don't know if you'll pay attention, but in this, this weekend, I think start today or yesterday is the, the weekend. That's the CPAC conference in Cancun, Teddy is right here in Florida to participate of the lies and the nonsense and no shenanigans and the worship of Donald Trump. Anywho, there's this article that I found on this website called theweek.com and the article's title is The Texas Blizzard Nightmare is Republican Governance in a Nutshell. This article was written by Ryan Cooper. And there's a funny picture of Teddy in the beach chair. <laughs> really, a newspaper is called the Dallas Morning News about the debacle, the all situation that happened in Texas. So anywho, and the article goes by, the United States is still in the middle of murderous pandemic and Texas has been suffering its worst power blackout in in at least a decade during a brutally cold winter storm lights were finally come back on for many many on thursday but still hundreds and thousands of people were without power or water now some since sunday nights at least 21 people have died So, Senator, Senator Cancun Teddy Cruz, of course, he's a Republican, knew what to do, quietly, quietly nipped down to Cancun for a bit of rest and relaxation. Numerous people on the plane recognized him, and the story was later confirmed by Fox News and NBC. It sparkled an immediate political firestorm and Cruz is slunk back on Thursday. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, this article was written in February 19th. So, in a statement, he claimed, quote-unquote, that's what Cancun Teddy claimed, he was simply following a request from his daughter. But he reportedly moved up his return dates from Saturday only after the story spread. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, if we take like I said, that's an episode that I just say they are just sorry when they get caught. If Teddy had and he was in United Airlines, so everybody recognized his behind. Now, if he was in a private jet, I'm telling you right now. If Cancun Teddy was in a private jet, few people you know, and more likely, because it's private, no picture would be taken from him or his family and some friends, because now one of the, his wife's friends licked the, the whole text message between them, the group, you know, then he would be there until that particular Saturday. Caring less from Texans. They are dying and suffering and struggling with no water, no heat, nothing. He would literally do that. I put money on that. And like I said, the only reason that he came right back is because he got caught. 
you know, so, and then the article goes, it was all darkly amusing, but what Cruz did is emblematic of the Republican Party's mode of governance. The reason Cruz felt comfortable living in Texas from free to free solid on the sidewalks of the Houston and the same reason the Texas power grid crumbled under the winter storm. There is a party in which catering to the welfare of one's constitutes constituents, one's constituents, or indeed any kind of substantive political agenda has been supplanted by propaganda culture war grievances and media theatrics. Neither he nor anybody else in a leadership position in the party knows or care about how to beat reliable power greed. They just want to get rich on the lips. That's all it is. That's all it is. And people know, I'm not going to read the whole article, I'm just Pick up some parts of that thing is important. Continue. People have known for decades how to winterize electrical infrastructure. After all, there is still power in Canada and Finland. The reason those investments have been made in taxes because it would have cost a lot of money and nobody wants to pay for it. Especially because the regulated taxes energy grid makes it hard to pay for upgrades or actual capacity. And that in turn must be fought, fought on Texas Republican Party. Democrats have not won a statewide election in Texas since 1994. Republicans have controlled the state House of Representatives since 2003. And it's Senate since, since 1997. The power deregulation plan was planned by conservative free marketers and signed into law by then Governor George W. Bush. All the key of oversight posts have been filled by Republicans, and the Texas grid is uh, uniquely contained within the state precisely to avoid federal regulation. The smart part of the state they are not contained in Texas only greed have been largely fine. It cannot possibly be the case that liberal Democrats have anything to do with. So ladies and gents, Texas is a perfect example of if the Republicans take over the whole country again. They have, you know what happened during the four years of, of Trump, that they basically gave free money, free taxes, tax cuts for the 1% of the American population, the rich and the wealthy. They got the money. That's why you saw the votes for Trump, shenanigans, as a matter of fact, remember the boat that now have a bad weather and a lot of boats did not end up being sinking in Texas is because the wealth people and the, the GOP are focused on on their own pockets and focus on help those that can 
contribute to their campaign. That's all it is. This is the reality. But unfortunately, and I hope, I hope, I pray to God that finally, finally, and unfortunately, there's a whole lot of people that get in the wagon. Perfect example, a lot of people that participate in the insurrection and the capital, U.S. Capitol, now they are catching hell. They are now catching charges. Some are still in jail. Those that have money and have good lawyers got out easy. I remember reading an article of this black dude that was there. He's still in jail. The poor people that was there and got caught that have no money to pay for the legal fees, to have a good lawyer, they are still in jail. Did Trump pay for any of the legal fees for anybody? No. Show me, show me anybody right now that received money from Trump for all the legal expenses. I haven't seen one because Trump has a lot of on his own plate that's coming. Now the U.S., not the U.S., the New York, I think the GA, yes, the, the, the New York has now his taxes right now. So that's a whole lot, like I say, that's a whole lot of things that Trump is going to, he's going to reap what he sowed and it's coming. So he has too much on the plate to think about somebody else. And, and that's exactly what's going on. A lot of people that get in the wagon and think about that he's going to do something for you, but they're not. So I hope, I hope that and two other people too, better work that even though he lost for Ted, to, to Ted Cruz, he showed more courage and showed more discipline and showed more care for Texans than Ted Cruz catch his flight out. So, and I hope ladies and gents that this has been an example a wake-up call for all the people in Texas because now they saw the true cause of Teddy Cruz. They felt the pain. They felt the cold, the struggle of not having heat. I saw pictures of people um, breaking furniture. For those that have um, fireplaces in their house, breaking furniture, breaking kids' toys to, to, to throw in the fire to have some type of heat. And this is the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen. And like I say, I hope that for the next elections, Texas, Texans will remember what Teddy Cruz and other people in the government did to and vote these people out. That's my thing, ladies and gents. Democrats and Republicans. That's the way I see it. I'm a Democrat. But that's the way I see it. Even though if you're a Democrat, but if you're not doing your job to take care of the people that elect you, because you're the one that regardless of what's going on in the country, even though if you have a, a government shutdown, they are the only people that are still getting paid. Their paycheck keeps coming and coming with no problem. Meanwhile, Remember when I have the shutdown, government shutdown, that the TSA and the air traffic controllers and so many people related to the government, they still have to work, but they're not getting paid. But 
the senators and the House of Representative members, they all got paid. So hopefully they're going to wake up and go to vote these people out. If you're not doing the job to take care of the people, you should not be elected, re-elected, period. Forget about the pride, pride of you, they only represent, they do not represent you. If you're not white, if you're not rich, they do not represent you. And if you fell in that category of white and rich, I understand, hey, you're doing your thing because it's going to benefit you. I'm not mad at you, player, but no, but the most of the majority of Americans, they're not getting the benefits of nothing. You just go get in the wagon because they think they are there for you and they are nuts. All right, ladies and gents, on that note, I would like to thank all of you people listening to this awesome and international podcast. Please keep sharing, share with all your friends and family. Good one and great laughs is coming all the way from the bottom, moving straight to the top, reaching to the number one spot. Once again, this is a boy Casanova. And one more thing, ladies and gentlemen. A good wise and great left now has a website. If you go to good wine great wordpress.com, that's my new website right now. Check it out, and then there's an option for you if you have anything that would like me to discuss on my podcast. You also can reach me on Instagram, Casanova the Comedian, or you can go to my Facebook page. Good wine and great laughs by Casanova the Comedian. So we have ways for you to reach me. Let me know. Once again, please be safe, be kind, and be blessed. I will see you next week. Let's get out of here.